This is an Anami podcast. Hi, listeners. We've made it to fall. Summer's over, babies. Um, I hope you're doing well out there. I hope you had a lovely summer season. Um, we're all growing up. We're all figuring it out. And today on the pod, I have my new Podco family friend, um, she has recently joined um, the Podco fam with Big Name Bitches, her and Christy Carlson Romano's podcast. Um, she played Chelsea on That's So Raven. She's been on Broadway. She's lived an interesting life. And um, now her and I find ourselves in a similar uh, kind of lane and we get to create together. Um, this was actually our first time I've met her before, but this was really our first time getting to know each other. Um, I'm sure I could have her back on and we could talk for another few hours. We talked about That's So Raven, um, making it to Broadway, uh, her journey with creativity and what she wants and what she doesn't want. Um, we talked about what she wishes she didn't focus on in her 20s. Um, and all the learning since then. Uh, I really enjoyed talking to her. She's a lovely person. Enjoy this episode with Annalisa Vanderpool. Annalisa Vanderpool. Yes. Hey. And it's, I want to say Devon. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. It's Devin Werkheiser. Yes. Okay, good. We, we're getting We're our- just saying our full names for the first time. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Because we're kind of meeting for the first time. Yeah, like, yes, exactly. This is kind of our first real meeting, and we're going to do it on camera for you guys. Um, it's like it's like variety. It's like actors on actors. Exactly. <laughs> it kind of, I mean, it is. This is our first time meeting, so ask me anything. I know, it, it, although it was not supposed to be, because I was supposed to meet you on our podcast on Big Name Bitches. Shout out to Big Name Bitches. Yes. A, a big plug I there. was supposed to come on a new episode, mm-hmm. but instead... You got I got sick. COVID. <laughs> hey, first time, first time. No, you know. you, how the hell yeah. did you evade that? For I so don't long? know, but uh, it got me. It did, and it was rough. Oh, it was. Yeah. So, so had you had? And can I ask you this? Had you had any of the, the vaccinations? I have had the vaccinations. Hence, and by the way, I didn't get. I it. haven't felt that shitty since like the post-vaccine feeling. Wow. Like, yeah, it felt awful and i was uh pretty much taken out of commission for like eight days oh it's so interesting how it's different for everybody i've had it twice and didn't even know i had it i know know that i've i've heard that from so many people and no it really kicked my ass but also i was coming off a month of travel Mm. and when i got back to la Mm. i didn't slow down i was not sleeping i was going out and really i needed to get sick to like slow the fuck down (sighs) and get back in my body Totally, totally. So I so needed thank it. you, COVID. So thank thanks, you. COVID. But also, I was sad to miss uh, my my chance to be on Big Name Bitches. I'll, I know. I'll come d- back on sometime. You better, because I did so much research on you. I did so much research on you. I know all about you. And now I'm here on your pod. But but it's it's all good. Yeah, you will come back. It was nice to learn about you. You've been working for a long, long time. From Atlanta, uh-huh. right? Wow. Wow. You've, you've gone in. I've gone in. Listen, well, I've done the same. You were born in the Netherlands? I was. Oh, my God. Devin, are you flirting with me? Yes, you know so I, much about I me. actually am, though. <laughs> um, I love the Netherlands. I was in Amsterdam in August. Did you have fun? So what did you do in Amsterdam? 
Um, I was there. I ha- I have a very close friend uh, who lives out there who's like a brother. So oh, that's nice. the last two summers, I I try and go out and like hang with him. So we spent four days in Amsterdam. Um, I love that city. Yeah, beautiful, right? Everybody so, who goes there loves it. So beautiful, like beyond the you know everyone the tourists obviously like the weed and the yeah, yeah, yeah. beyond all that, it's just a beautiful city. Yeah. Great size. Yeah. I love walking around it. Like mm-hmm. it's just a vibe. A vibe. Um, they really know what to, how to deal with their weather, you know, to create those dams. I, it, I often wonder why we don't turn to Holland when we're having flooding and water issues. No shit, because yeah. they got it on lock there. Right, um, right. But yeah, so just spent four days there, uh, cool. just just living, and then uh, then we went to France for a little while, <gasps> and then I finished my Europe trip back in Amsterdam for four days. And was that the first time you'd been to France? And uh, it was the first time I'd been to Marseille. Ooh, I went to south, so first time to the south of France. Okay, wow, good for you. Yeah, yeah. Did you ate, eat a lot of food and ate a ton of. Food. Good. Ate all the croissants. You'll have to give me some recommendations. I will. It was it was amazing. I I love going to Europe yeah. in the summer. I feel very fortunate that I kind of have had the freedom to do that the last two summers. Mm. Um, but it did uh, hurt coming back, and uh, COVID really yeah, <laughs> really stuck the you. landing. You know, I love Holland. I was born in Holland. I was born in um, Naldwijk, which is a bit south of Amsterdam, a little smaller place than obviously huge Amsterdam. But um, it's beautiful and it's really liberal. Um, unfortunately, yeah. I lost my citizenship though. I didn't realize that if you don't go every ten years. Uh, you lose it, even though I was born there. So both Whoa. my sisters still have their citizenship, and I don't, which is very disappointing. That sucks. Like you didn't know, because it wouldn't I have been no... that difficult to make yeah. a quick trip out of there. Of course not. Like... I had no idea, and I had no idea I was gone for a long time. What um, is, does it take a lot to get it back? It or does. What? I'd have to move there. I'd have oh, to marry somebody there. Sucks. I'd have to live there for at least a year, learn the language, take the test. You know, wow. which is sort of an incentive to do. My sister's taking a Dutch class right now and learning Dutch again. Um, but yeah, it's just it, it feels like a little bit of my soul like my 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 nationalism has been taken away from me yeah. because i was born there and my father's dutch and I, my name is so dutch yeah but what are you gonna do screw you holland that's right yeah. you're a california girl yeah, now california girl. I'm undeniable. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. um yeah so i i loved reading i love doing my little bit of research on you too the, you. the dutch thing was a surprise because i was like wait what mm-hmm. uh yeah, right, right, you right. don't what um, but born in Netherlands, uh, you worked your ass off, dude. That's what I learned. Oh my God. Is you did so much theater, oh, so you. much singing. I feel like so you much work, work. Really hard. You sing and do a lot of stuff. I do, I do all the things as like, well. Since yeah. You were little though, right? Mm-hmm. And then coming from Atlanta to come here, it seems kind of like, I don't know. Like I feel like so much work is in Atlanta, especially for young people. Am it I- is it is now. Uh-huh. It wasn't when I was a kid. Oh, okay. You can, and when you came here, you went to Oakwood or something? Oh, yeah. Apartments? Why oh, does yeah. everybody do that? Why it's, does the pl- it's the spot. Because you so can funny. rent month to month and they're furnished. Like, it's basically that. It's right, like why it's all right the... There. It's all the actor kids go there. Yeah, right by all the studios. It's mm-hmm. so funny when I read that. Anyway, um, what? what was me? Me, me, me? <laughs> yes. Me and me? Uh, how old were you when you got on That's a Raven? Great question. I was 15. Cool. Yeah. And how about you on Ned's Declassified? I was 12. Oh, 12. Ooh, that's really young. See, yeah. It's so funny when people call me a child star. It's like, I guess. I was almost 16. Yeah, like it's a little, di- like, yes. And I'd been doing so much theater, so I felt like I was kind of grown anyway. Right. Hello, listeners. Thanks for listening to this episode. I'm here to tell you about one of my favorite apps, okay? Listen, I'm so glad they came on as a sponsor. Um, I'm talking about Aura. Okay, it's an all-in-one mindfulness app, tool, resource. I want to tell you about it. So they came on to sponsor the pod. And so I, I downloaded the app and, and 
it's got all these amazing features, um, you know, different guided meditations, different therapists, coaches, programs for anxiety, mindfulness, focus, uh, sleep, all these things. And, and the app looked great. I, I, I loved it when I opened it, but I was kind of aimless on there, right? I, I tried out a couple short videos, a little 10-minute uh, guided meditation. I was like, yeah, this is this is really great. They even have live sessions. But so I get on the app and I'm like, yeah, this is lovely. Like, of course, this is great. Who wouldn't want this? And then, man, do you ever have that thing where you lay down to go to sleep and you feel it? You're like, oh, I'm not going to go to sleep. Like, I'm not going to be asleep for hours. Like, my mind is buzzing. I'm anxious and I'm like, alert and my mind is not settling down. So I had this happen the other night. I lay down to go to bed and and this is not normal for me. Normally I sleep fine, but there's just a lot on my plate right now. And I guess it was all coming up when I was going to sleep. This, this just like anxious alert energy and I felt it and I needed to get a good night's sleep. And I had just downloaded the Aura app. And so I was like, all right, well, let me see what this is all about. And I, I go to the sleep section and I find this, this 20 minute um, kind of guided sleep. Meditation isn't even the right word. It was, it was like this lovely English woman guiding me to sleep. And when I tell you it worked, it worked. Like it was so easy. I was asleep before the thing ended. It really was beautiful. And now I've used this program a couple nights um, as well as when I wake up in the morning, um, just start the day with a, kind of like a, a calming or focus exercise to get rid of anxiety and kind of set up my day. Um, this app is an amazing tool for your mindfulness, for your self-care, for your sleep. It has hundreds of coaches, therapists, programs, live sessions, storytellers, um, whatever you need in there as a tool for your own well-being use it i promise you it's in there i've only just got it gotten started and um it it's become one of my favorite resources for this like i know i can count on it i know i can find something in there and there's different times you could pick something that's three minutes long if that's all you got you could pick something that's 40 minutes long if you want to sit and actually like work through something um, so it is a really abundant resource for your well-being. I cannot recommend it enough. And I, uh, I'm so thrilled that they're a sponsor of this episode. So for my listeners only, the first 500 people to sign up can get started completely free and have an exclusive 25% off once you need to pay. Um, again, you can get started completely free on Aura's website using my special link in the description. When I tell you this resource is so good, believe me, this is the only app you need for all your mindfulness, anxiety, sleep, and um, it's something I will use if I ever have those nights I can't sleep. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. So thank you, Aura. Listeners, first 500 people get a free trial. Get in there and see what I'm talking about today. Do you do theater? I know you sing, but not a lot of theater, huh? Uh -uh. I did theater as a kid in yeah. Georgia, and then once I came out here, it's just like, nah. Yeah. And I did a play out here uh, a couple years ago. It was my first time back doing theater in like a really long time. And oh. we had a nine month run in a, a small theater in West Hollywood. Oh, what show? It was called Elevator, the oh. play. It was, it was cool. It was like a one act, like seven strangers get stuck on an elevator. Oh, like once that. you enter the stage, you don't leave. Like there's no, 
It's one of those, I like a 90-minute, like... Oh, good. I was going to say, no no intermission. Nope. What if there was an intermission and it had to stay on stage during the... Uh... Yeah, 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 just have to sit there. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Actually, that'd be interesting. But, yeah, uh, but, yeah, it was actually a really good experience getting back into theater, but nah, for me, it's 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 really more TV and film. Yeah, and that's, that's creative and, for you. And even though I sing, I'm not big into musicals, so... Right. What's your what's your what, what do you have against musicals? I don't have anything against you loving musicals. I don't have anything against any of you loving musicals. I'm not here to hate on them. Totally. Just not for me. Totally, totally. Just not for me. I don't know if they're totally for me. <laughs> I mean, there's You seem like a show tune girl. Yes, yes, but I was I <laughs> Yes, but I don't love like um, movie musicals, and I don't love pop musicals, okay. and I don't really love um, doo-wop musicals, <laughs> like Jersey Boys, or is, okay. that, is that doo-wop? Yeah. See, I don't even know. Yeah. Um, I don't hate them either, but yeah. um, I don't love them as, as much as you might say, oh, I'm probably going to lose all of my fans and followers yeah. right now. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. All 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> What was I going to say about music, though? But yeah, no, I wish I dabbled more into that. How do you feel like the transition from moving to TV and film to podcasts these days? I'm like, are you are you able to be your most creative self, your most real self? Like you and Daniel and Lindsay are so real and raw on that show. I wonder, do you ever still worry these days about your career outside of it? <laughs> I mean, not that... You know, it's like what, what career? Uh, what career, Annalisa? Please, as we, what? your career. You've had a fabulous career, and like yes, but um, it's been such a fucking journey for all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, where still the biggest thing we've done is this thing of when we were kids. I know. And so, at a certain point, I just had to stop giving a fuck uh, about. Mm -hmm. About caring about, about any of that, about any of that, that that self talk, self awareness. Oh, let me make sure that I'm this way or that way. Like, but what is the this way or that way? Because of what? Like, you're what would you be worried about? Nickelodeon, sh the next job, yeah, um, being sure. canceled, saying the wrong thing. Sure, any like any of it, any of that, like trying to. Um, like monitor myself from the outside in mm -hmm. like, oh, let me make sure I'm saying the right thing. You know, we all get media training when we're kids, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. how to how to pivot conversations. Pivot. Like you, you become a little fucking politician, like and at a certain point, because my career didn't go where I wanted it to go, I just had to be myself. Mm -hmm. Where did you want your career to go? Uh, you know continual TVs, work. TV shows and, and work. films, you like, know. Like, like another series regular? Like would a be movie fantastic, star? you know. Movie star would be great. I'd love it. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Do you have an agent still? Uh-huh. Oh, okay, so that's the possibility of that still out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I'm still, I'll, I'll pursue acting forever. For sure, um, and you will act. It's kind of crazy. It's actually, I feel like the less I try, the more it comes. See, I feel like that's I, part of it. Yeah, it's 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 weird, and it, it is always still out there, and you just never know. So it's that little thing of like, of course we you're a good person, and I'm a good person, and I don't know, we're good people. We come out of this Nickelodeon Disney thing, and we worry so much, and it's like, well, what am I worried about? As long as I don't say something hateful or awful, yes, um, I'll be fine. But it is 
that people can pick apart literally any little thing you say. Yes. Any little thing you yes. say. That's the craziness of it. Yes. And I've never been so... I've never talked to anybody really about anything. Like, <laughs> Hold on. on. You Hold know on. what I'm what? saying? Well, like, anytime I did an interview, it was always surface. Yes. I never said my real thoughts or feelings on anything. Yes. Not that anyone was listening or that I've ever been that famous to care. I was never really on socials. Yep. And now in this year, I'm more on it than ever. I, my followers have, have come up and, like, people are listening. And it's, it's just... Mm. Weird. Mm-hmm. It's just different, and I wonder how you handle that. And it sounds like you're in a good place. You're in a good spot. I am in a good place. I do know what you mean. Like when you do interviews for an acting project, like even if you are massive and famous, like the interviews are surfacey. It's like, what led you to this project? Mm-hmm. And you're like, I got fucking hired. And mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. what's the story? And you're like, yeah, this is a story of triumph. And you know, yeah. Right. Which like, you can't even do that now because of the strikes. So you right. can't even promote those shows. But right. Yeah. But like, yeah, those interviews are not the same as like, hey, come be on a podcast mm-hmm. and like, who are you? And mm-hmm. what do you feel and think about things? Right, right. So this is, a, this is a new journey for you. So even though the podcasts are new for me as of this year, mm-hmm. I've dabbled over the years of being very active on social media and mm-hmm. then I get burnt out and stop. Right. But but being my like real self, like during COVID, just as a means of I was stuck in my my room mm-hmm. and like I needed to fucking communicate with the outside world, I did a lot of Instagram lives mm-hmm. and like would just fucking talk to people yes. like really raw. Yes. And it actually did kind of teach me how like I learned how to just do just be myself. Well, and be uh, creative on camera. and produce on your own, it sounds like. Yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, so I kind of got comfortable with it then and then got burnt out and stopped for a while. And now with the podcast, it's like, oh, I'm, like we're going to do this thing. Yes. And it's far more interesting, right? It's far more interesting just talking to people. Yeah. Like I f- find a lot of times actors say, you know, I would have done something else. I've like been in healthcare or worked um, as a therapist or worked as, in um, mental health or just worked with people. Yeah. And and. I think that doing this podcast, we really get a one-on-one. Um, with a lot of cool people. With a lot of cool people, including the, our fans and our audience, yes. which are cool people. I really yes. just want to be a person talking to other cool people. Exactly. <laughs> like, I love seeing the comments and, like, our community tab and, like, all these things. It, it really, yes, there's something about it. And I will say, like, for the podcast, like, I, this isn't my most creative self. This is myself. Yes. So, so the podcast is me building something as me yes. and putting out content as me which is really probably the coolest thing right in the sense that i i told i said this to christy once i'm so sick of auditioning for characters and roles and people that i am way cooler than way cooler than unfortunately i don't get access to the auditions for the stories that are written very well by very intelligent people right. and beautiful stories you know i'm i haven't worked my way up that high and that's fine right. but yeah i mean mm-hmm. the this version of you is fantastic really and I feel like I know you now because you're yourself like I don't know right. if I ever would have known you if you hadn't done the podcast obviously I'm in this podcast family now too but right. it's just crazy I, I can't believe what a converter I am to social media uh-huh. I, I never thought I would be somebody who would enjoy it but yeah. TikTok is also a lot more positive than Instagram it, isn't it? It is and look there there are pros and cons like there is the shadow to social media there is the fact that people could take like one thing you mm-hmm, say and mm-hmm, pick it apart mm-hmm. and and, and, and comment mean horrible things on your page. Oh, yeah, all the time anyways. Right. Like, on on every video, there's at least one comment that, like, if you take it personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to cut deep. But they know what they're doing. They oh, yeah. They see They're like, one. you fucking has been. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <ow. laughs> this is what I'm trying to avoid. <laughs> um, 
Uh, but, but there is a lot of positive. I'm glad you're like kind of enjoying your like new step into social media. I am. It's really hard though. It's really hard talking about Disney and Nickelodeon, which we should probably talk about more. Um, because I still work for Disney and Disney's been great. But you know, am I sick of saying Raven's name more than my name in my life? Probably. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. her name wasn't on the show, I probably wouldn't be saying this much. But am I sick of answering that same question? Mm. Maybe I'm sick of answering that same question because I've always had to have a answer when it was asked by Disney mm -hmm. and anybody in the networks. But now that it's not asked by Disney, I can be more honest and real. Which is exciting, but also scary because people want you to be that person that you were. People want it to all be perfect and nice. But then again, it's like, how do I get my new followers, my new people, my tribe, um, unless I'm going to be my authentic self? Like, will I just have to be Chelsea's Chelsea, Raven's best friend for the rest of my life? Mm. Which is also okay, too. I can love that and support mm -hmm. that. And um, But I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. What was Nickelodeon like? I mean, did people compare that to Disney all the time? Yeah, they like it's, it's... Was it's, it the same? It, it's it's <laughs> the what, same in terms of like audience and impact, like, right? Like they're, Nick and Disney are like sort of said in the same sentence with like that, whatever generation was watching it at the time, you know? Yeah. Um, our like our Ned's experience was really good because our showrunner was incredible right, and right, like right. Yes, we yes. just had a great time. Like the cast crew and producers were all like really good hearted people and mm -hmm. so we had a really nice experience. Would you ever work for Nickelodeon again? Um, I mean Probably. I guess sure. Yeah. But but like children's programming at this point. I, I have very little interest in. Well, I did it, so be careful what you say. <laughs> like, well... What, in I, terms no, of the reboot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is, it was interesting. Um, no, I, I know, I, know I, I honestly, before you came on, I forgot that happened, and then I was reading, and I was like, oh, right, they fucking rebooted that for like four seasons. Yeah. Five. Five, five, five I, I think. Jeez. Maybe six. Oh, six. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I only did four, and then they did two more, but... um. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it's my you know, I have a my Nickelodeon um, connection. I had one <laughs> audition right after I ended Raven's Home. I um, was done with Raven's Home. Um, I had an audition for the live action version of Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I got really, really far. It was like several auditions, a screen test, and I didn't get it. It ended up going to a very talented girl who I respect named Laura Bell Bundy, who was really right for it. But after that, I was just, that was my Nickelodeon experience. And like, isn't it funny how that'll always be I, I, I don't know, like your one experience makes it feel like that's how it is for everybody. But right. that's not necessarily true. And while I felt respected in the room when, you, when I didn't book it, I started to get a couple other auditions for guest stars and other things. Mm -hmm. And I said, I was really proud of myself. I, I said, no, I'll take an offer. You know, but yeah. I've already proved myself on this screen yeah. test. I've already proved myself by being on the Disney Channel in my teens right. and like my adults. Right, like you know what I can do. Yeah, like what else can I do in the room? And while I get a side of it, like they need to pair you up to people yeah. or whatever, I, I really loved taking the control back and yeah. um, being in power and saying, I, I don't need this, but if you need me, I'll take an offer. Yeah. Um, that's my only experience with Nickelodeon. Dude, it, it's such a journey with these with these shows we ended up on because they they mean so much to a generation like it's different when you end up on a show that is a, a children's programming right because th that's in the audience forever i know you know whatever show i watched that i loved in my 20s yeah i loved it but i've watched a million shows at this point right, right? like right. Yeah, uh, unless the together. performance was 
absolutely mind blowing. Uh-huh. Like it all blends together in my head. But even Stevens and fucking like Lizzie McGuire and shit that yeah. I watched when I was a kid, like that's in there forever. Yep. And and it it is a strange thing ending up on one of these where there's an audience out there that grows up with you and they will see you as this thing for forever. It's ever. like when you think about Hillary Duff. Think about that. Like you really just think Lizzie McGuire. Sorry. Like, yeah, she was yep. on How I Met Your Father. Yep. She's got made a, a bunch of music. Yeah. Be, has a beautiful family. But yeah, I just I mean, I'm kind of gonna think of Miley Cyrus always probably as Hannah Montana in a way. You right. know what I like mean? Like it stays there. What are you watching right oh sorry. Well, I wanna say, like, but for Hillary Duff and Miley. Even though, yes, people will still feel that Lizzie and that, that Hannah Montana connection, they've gone on to have these immensely creative and incredible careers, yeah. right? Where they've done a lot. They got really uh, lucky. They got really lucky. Yes. I, it's, it's very difficult, and I'm sure you feel that, of uh, ending up on one of these and then not reaching those next peaks that you want to because mm-hmm. you're still being held to this thing. Right. You know you're so much more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the public the only knows yeah. this much. Like, Yeah, well, it's opportunities, right? It's opportunities. A lot of it's luck. A lot of sure. it for me was mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes. Mm. I, I effed up a lot. My 20s were bad. Mm. I, I broke a lot of relationships and um, uh, both business and personal. Mm. Um, so a lot of the, of the, it can be, I mean, do you feel like that? Did you mess up anything like in that sense? Um, like- making it through our careers is difficult no matter what you do. Now, I'm in entertainment. That comes with particular challenges. But for all of you who aren't and are on that regular nine to five grind, Anami has a new show talking all about it and ways to get through it. It is called Nine to Fly. Check it out. New episodes every Wednesday. Um, Definitely not, not in terms of like so clearly fucked things up, mm-hmm. but, but for me, I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? like, like you're, you're like, no, look, I burn so, these bridges. Yeah, like yeah, for yeah. me, it's not as clear as that, but no. it, it's that now that I'm the age I am and I kind of like see how my life is unfolding now, I'm like, oh, I just didn't know. Like, I didn't know in my 20s actually what I needed to put my attention into, what I needed to aim at, the relationships I did need to cultivate. Like, I know. I, I look back and go, oh, I kind of see how I I fumbled the bag. Yeah, that's what networking is. That's why that person was doing that networking when I was out partying. Or, um, yeah, that relationship that I had was a bad relationship, and Disney was looking at that. Mm. And, you know, those little things. But also, that's what your 20s are, are about it, to learn from. Exactly. And I kind of wouldn't have it any other way. Sometimes I do think about Miley Cyrus, and I'm like, like, like you just said, like the other day I got a comment that said, um, I was doing a TikTok, and it was said something about Disney. And... Um, and the, and the girl said, why are you still doing these? Something like, why are you still doing these? I mean, aren't you like 40? It looks creepy and desperate. Something like that. I know, I blocked her immediately. <laughs> well, I, I yes, just think that's, that. you, can't, you can't sort of bully people no. on their own page. No. That's crazy. No, that's a crazy um, thing to comment. Yeah, and I would never engage. I wouldn't. Although I, I've learned a lot from people who do engage and get what they want. But I'm Don't not engage. going to it. I, Don't ever I engage never with have that shit. Will. Yeah. Uh, just so you know all your haters yeah um, never I, never I, I, feed the haters no, don't feed the exactly. trolls often i probably don't even see a bunch of them but the ones i see i um block anyway i think what do you think i'm trying to do girl what do you think i'm trying to do it's on you you guys won't see me as something different so i'm trying to take you along so when i do start doing other creative things which i'm doing i go to asia next month for six weeks i've been doing a million other things but what do you want me to do and how dare you uh, the ageism and the calling me creepy as if i'm some 
No, it was just crazy. Anyway. Yeah, and as if it was your plan to still be fucking talking about this shit. Like, exactly. I, I get the same shit when I see yeah. those comments of like, yeah. of like, let it go. I'm like, I can't. I you won't let me. Yes, and also I'm still on the Disney Channel, right. girl. What are you talking about? Right. Yeah, that was my, but I, right. Raven's Home came and I played an adult. Also, I'm, I'm in a live show for Disney. Right. So, Anyway, why did I even bring that up? See, I guess they do get to you, but. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they get in there. They hit the, they hit the deepest, shittiest voice inside your head, of course. Yeah, they. Uh, and I would never do that to somebody else. I've never wrote a mean comment, but I think there's some part of these people that's not right in the head. That's the truth. I mean, if you can say that to somebody you don't know, truly, that's nuts. I kind of even think that that person could probably say it to my face, which is even crazier. They probably wouldn't, but just. I, I do when I get triggered by those things, like I do just take a breath and sit back and go, this person is online doing that. <laughs> yeah, with they're their not time. well. Yes, like, yes, I heard just, you say that just in this. What a fucking lame thing to be doing. I heard you and Lindsay, Lindsay talking about yeah. this, exactly, that they're probably not happy. And well, I totally yeah, get that. Yeah, like I, you're going on someone's page and sh that's what you're spending your energy online. Like, I should, probably shouldn't block. Shitting, I should come at them with shitting love. Shitting on, don't give them anything. Cause right. also, fuck them. But like, <laughs> like. But it is interesting. I do feel. Badly, yeah. But that must what be what's going on. That you follow me. Thing to be you follow me, and you're bullying me. How weird. They're How watching sad. your comment or watching your content, and then shitting on you. Like that's yeah. what you're doing with your energy on the internet. It's just so mm -hmm. fucking lame to me. Yeah, but all of it is to say that we've taken our power back, and I think sometimes we think, you know, a lot of it's in other people's control. That is the reality, yeah. right? Like your career is a lot of times. Oh, so much. Sometimes so. I feel like the the big men up there are. And, you know, through the strike, all these, these Warner Brothers and all these places are saying, like, yeah, that person will have a career. Not that person. Not really. It's not that, con that, it's not that. that specific. Yeah. Um, but I do but think they're like, yeah, that show will go on. I like that girl. And you're like, what? Her? her? She, you know, or him? What? But you just have to, yeah, take your the it, control back. It control really back. is about, that's something I, I know now that I knew as a young man, but, but didn't. I guess I felt judgmental about it, is that like, it really is about relationships. Mm -hmm. It really is about who you know, but yeah. not in a surface bullshit way, even though that's out there, the right. like right. ladder climbing, but like, no, no, it's in who you really know, mm -hmm. who actually thinks of you like, oh wait, him, like my dude Devin, like uh -huh. he'd be great at this. Like things do happen because of personal relationships. I know people like, shit on nepotism in this really obvious way, which I understand, but like you, we have to understand. To yeah. Hire your friends. People mm -hmm. hire who they know. Yes. People hire who they think of, who's yes. top of mind. Oh, so-and-so's son. We should get them on. Like it's, it's, uh, it's so easy to judge it when you actually like aren't thinking about like, of course that's how things happen. It's relationships, man. Yeah. Yes, and if they, they go well and you work well on set, I, I agree too. Sometimes that circle can get small and then you're like, shoot, I'm not in How that cool club. How do I get club. in? Exactly. Yeah. But they got in, they figured it out. Exactly. And also those, it's the people who are working the hardest. Also, I'm a, sometimes I really feel fine with where I am because I work hard, but not as hard as a lot of other people. <laughs> really, yeah, with yeah, drive. Yeah. Because I don't maybe necessarily need it as much. And also I've had a lot of like flagpoles. I've really, you know, I hit Broadway. I hit yeah. TV. I've hit film. I've hit touring, so I kind of feel comfortable not needing it all or not needing to go all the way up. And I think if you lose that drive, if you, you know, it's that perfect level of having drive but not being desperate. Exactly. Um, That's the balance we're all trying to strike. Exactly. It can get desperate. Exactly. <laughs> How did you um, get involved, just because I read this, if you even want to talk about it, with Rust? Mm. Was that through friends and y stuff? Yep. Or? 
I mean, not, I mean, yeah, I mean, Friends, it, it, that came through, uh, that was my third movie with that director. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I thought because I was independent and it seemed like it would be sort of, you know, people that were trusted. Yeah, that was a, that, sorry that, yeah, that was an offer. Out. That was just working with Joel again. Um, and I cannot believe that's how my life went. Like, at a time when I was really um, kind of struggling to make it to the next stage of my acting career, you mm -hmm. know, through all my 20s, uh, I kept getting hired in these small but really fucking cool character roles that no one else hires me as mm. um, by, by Joel. Uh, Joel Souza, who directed Rust and Crown Vic and... Uh, Break a lot out. of horror movies. You do a lot of horror movies. They're, they're not What's horror. They're they're not horror. They're well, just they're like thrillers. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry. But he, yeah. So I did one uh, like I don't know, fucking six years ago, called Break Night, and I played this like little tweaker kid in like two funny scenes. And then I did another one with him called Crown Vic. Um, I played another little tweaker kid <laughs> um, who's wow. in who's in so one here. Yeah, who's <laughs> in one really intense scene. And then at the premiere of Crown Vic, uh, he told me about like this Western he was going to be doing. And I was like, let me know. Can't wait. Yeah. And yeah, it's so strange how life can go, man. But didn't you go back to filming or no? Did we it finished it. Yeah. That's, that's good. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see yeah. when it we'll see when it comes out. But it was good on a on a personal level. Um, yeah. Everyone gets some closure. Yeah. I didn't realize how bad I needed it. Oh, like, dude, I never thought we would finish it. And I, yeah, I really didn't realize like it was really hard going back and it was really hard. Uh, I can't imagine. Touching my fucking costume and like getting back into it. Mm. But then when I rapped, like I did feel like a thousand pounds leave my body. I just felt like, oh, whoa, like wow. this huge couple year traumatic experience and like the wound will always be there any anything happens like that in your life su such an unexpected and violent trauma yeah. like the pain's there like it's because it's it's chaos we we want our lives to we work all our lives to not experience chaos like that right. and then when it happens so far out of your control like leaves a fucking mark you know yeah. It, yeah. it'll hurt kind of forever but mm. finishing it was for sure closure Oh, I'm sure that I can imagine it would be. Yeah. Like the rest of it, I'm so sorry. And yeah. I just, have, uh, you know, of course that comes up when you look up at your yeah. Wikipedia. It's, you know, I interesting as, as well. Yeah. In a way. So strange. The, so strange. The, the ways our, our just lives all of it. go. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was surreal as hell. Yeah. Surreal as hell. Like, I'm like, what? Like, I've worked my whole life to make it to my next, the next stage of my career. And like, this is what I end up on. Like, what is this life? Like, I know it's what is this meant to be though? It's like, I, guess. I, I, I mean, I don't even really believe in all that fairy dairy stuff, fairy dairy stuff. What, what's happening? Yeah, That's not just, a, that's not a phrase. <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? Um, I don't know. Just like, yeah, I don't, I, all the, the woo woo, the woo woo. I don't believe in the woo woo, but I do believe in like, this is what's meant to be because it is because it is it's just the way and it, the way it is you know it's there's no other way you can't change it yeah. so we're all leading the life we're exactly I, supposed to lead yeah i mean even like with the podcast right like like neds for so long i was getting away from then i wanted to do a reboot thinking that's what i needed i was asking life like what do i need to do like fuck it let me embrace this let me pitch mm -hmm. a reboot it'll be because amazing why? What, what do i need to do why why because to feel good again uh, yeah good. yeah because my career felt a fucking thousand miles away I had no money I was working day jobs I didn't want to work mm, like mm. I'm just but yet I have an entire generation who knows my shit so mm. I'm like 
Like what? How can what, I use this to my what advantage? life? Like what am I? What am I supposed to be doing? And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, a Ned's adulthood survival guide, mm-hmm. duh. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, worked to pitch it. Like it really felt like the answer. Um, and I've talked about this on the pod a lot, but like, it, it really felt like the answer. They passed on it, and then I was again just like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? Mm. And really debating my identity with Ned's and what the fuck am I supposed to be doing with mm. it? And then the podcast comes around. And now in the last year, I'm, I'm like really feeling that thing again of like, man, life is so much bigger than me. And like, this is my journey. And I'm ex- everything's gone exactly how it was supposed to go. Yes. Because things feel really right now. And things feel like they're, they're uh, growing in the right way, in an organic way with people I enjoy working with. Like, Fulfillment. Uh, I, yes, I feel fucking fulfilled. And yes, I feel and busy, busy will get you out of your head and out of the problems. And yes, realizing how insignificant we are, that the earth is such a huge place. And it really doesn't matter. What matters is trying your best to be happy and make other people happy. Yeah. Yeah. And and patience, patience. right? Patience. Like if I knew sweet now what I know. Patience. Yes, sweet, sweet. <laughs> I mean, really, it's all about patience for, for everyone, whether whatever career path you're in. But yeah, if I knew in my twenties, I often hear older women saying that they wish they didn't worry so much about their weight they wish they didn't worry about their career they wish they didn't work so much Mm. you know it just doesn't matter and also when you get if you get to the top whatever the hell that is to j-lo status i truly don't think it's that great i don't i don't not unless Unless, you're okay yes and or it won't solve all the problems no and and also like from job to job one job is for money one job is really for creative fulfillment one job you think is going to be creative fulfilling and then you realize you're terrible at the role right and you should have never been cast in the first place like life is a roller coaster you just never know what's gonna but yeah being a good person and being of service those things matter they truly make you feel good what do you wish you didn't focus on in your 20s uh drugs and alcohol Mm. yeah yeah are you sober i'm sober i i yeah i don't drink anymore cool (laughs) are you no no yeah. No, um, but, I mean, but it, I have a gummy every now and then. Okay, cool. Yeah. But it's never. But I don't. Yeah, dr- my DOC was drinking and and you know uppers and and but I yeah don't. I'll never drink again. I can't imagine drinking again mm. um, or doing anything really again. Did you talk about with Lindsay on the pod or what? No, I know oh, she's yeah. sober, right? Yeah, um, yeah. sober. Uh, uh, but, and I know she's very open about all yeah. of that, and it's really interesting. I'm trying to get more and more open, but people really judge. You know, they judge, and they, I don't know. I, I guess I find more people now because we're our audience and because who we are, like we're all getting older. I feel, man, so many people are just like, Oh, that's me. Like I had those issues or I still have those issues. Totally. I mean, even like businesses, Uh, I mean like companies. Uh, I mean, like if you say something that scares them or that there's a possibility that you could go back to that or uh, that you said it and you're still working with young entertainment. I don't know. It hasn't happened to me. I guess you're, you're still, you're you're still so yeah. Disney channel. They are, pretty yes. fucking like the and image Disney. needs yeah it needs to be squeaky clean i think I, I i don't know but you're right it's like you can go crazy just not being honest and telling your truth yeah so, so you, you feel like you just way wasted time or whatever in your 20s just yeah so that was a good question focused um, on those cycles focused on those cycles i really wasn't focused i wish i was more focused on my career i think yeah. i'd be huge yeah tr- truly yeah um but I also know how talented I am and that nobody can take that away from me and that I don't need to prove that to anybody yeah. just because I already know it myself. Yeah. <laughs> I know that sounds... I said that the other day to, to Christy. No, say that um, shit. But, yeah, I don't have an agent or anything anymore. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. Um, 
which feels really good. It feels really good that I don't have to like be at dinner and be like, guys, I got to go. I have an audition for something I'm never going to get. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and also telling your agent, like, I think I'm going to pass on this one. Really, you should really audition. And, you know, and you're that like, whole, I know it's a waste of time. I know. I already know the girl who got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I feel like I've taken this whole day or this this podcast to a very negative. No, 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 no. This is no, this is the good shit because we we've all like we've all taken. We have our particular journey within this industry and within our like creative dreams and pursuits. Um, but I found when I share about this stuff, like even the audience, like even if they're not pursuing these dreams, like we all go through this as we're growing up. Like what did we focus on wrong? What were those years where my priorities were askew? Like, and how am I f finding the fucking balance now? I think yeah. it is what it's ne about. Networking. I wish I had networked more. I really Same. was against it. I really felt like I was in, in school. I was never the person to raise my hand. I thought, you know, the, the nerds were nerdy. I thought it was really annoying when you knew every answer and were a know-it-all. <laughs> I really, um, I didn't like sucking up a brown nosing. I really thought that was disgusting. And I just put it I, to work t too on the reverse, way too much the other side to where I, you know, the people would go to a party and, and get dressed up for red carpet. And I just was, didn't want to do any of that. But yeah. it's like, it's all part of it now, especially with social media. My gosh, yep. it really is. But, you know, you learn, and, you learn. And I, I did the same shit where like, I like judged it kind of like on a moral level yeah. when really there is an organic way to do it. I know. There's my a way that's not gross. It's like, just go be you look good yeah. and fucking talk to people like it's not that serious yeah just like the auditions really aren't that it's serious not that serious a lot of people my boy my boyfriend does that all the time he loves networking and it doesn't feel like networking he's like you want to go to this or that and often i don't he goes alone and it's great but <laughs> but yes but sometimes he does and, it, and it's like it seems very chill for him or even auditions he can let go of it right away i'm yeah. like yeah, i'm not gonna get this or i might get this one in my head i'm like babe you're never gonna get that but i love your positivity yeah, and yeah, i yeah. say it to him but <laughs> but it doesn't matter to him he just throws it out he still knows he's great I, i'm a little more sensitive than that but, yeah um, so that's okay, you know, we, we figured it out. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's... What are you watching right now? What are you watching? What am I watching? What, you, what entertains you? What interests you? What are you listening to on po podcast-related-wise? Yeah. Um, or TV-wise? There's podcasts I listen to. I love Sam Harris's podcast. I listen to a podcast called A Little Bit Culty. Um, okay. It's former oh. Nexium members. Yes. And they interview people all things cult or cult-adjacent, and yes. I just find it fascinating. Mm -hmm. um, Me too. Smartlist is obviously just fucking amazing. I love um, Smartlist too. Yeah, and, I love the and Netflix special. Yes, the, the, the HBO little yeah. miniseries was oh, excuse amazing. Excuse me, excuse me, HBO. Yeah, I loved that. Um, so that's. I mean, and look with that now they're doing commercials together. Sean Hayes. Oh, and, they're they're yeah. printing money and interviewing the coolest people in the world. I know. Do you think that's what it is? Because it's so interesting that they don't do any research. I mean, you could just tell they're just talking to each other. You yeah. say, "What's this podcast about?" It's really about nothing. They're just yeah. talking to each other. I like that shit, though. Me? No, I know. It's, me too. It's like hanging out with people. That's is what, what it feels like. Oh, except absolutely. they just happen to be really high up in all the industries and are fascinating. But and different. Yes. And different enough. Yeah. You know. Um, uh, especially with their careers. But uh, that, yeah, that taught me a lot. Like when I started this podcast with Christy, I was like, what are we going to talk, asking my boyfriend and asking Christy and her husband, Brendan, saying, what are we going to talk about? What should, what game should we play? How should this be structured? What's yeah. our point of view? It's like, girl, they just want to have brunch with us. They yep. just want to have, have us girls talk about life. Yep. And it is so interesting. Like, yeah, and people are interesting. I kind of want our guests to come on. I kind of want, excuse me, I kind of want our um, fans to come on. I want people, I, I want call, people to call in. Oh, call in, call-ins can be fun. Yeah, you, yeah. You need some, like, fielding of that. A friend of mine's podcast does that, and I just did it with him. Like, uh -huh. that can be fun. I don't, yeah, I think I'd like to open up callers. I don't want 
fans to come on the show. No, 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 but calls, yeah. calls. Yeah, you can like, call and like maybe send like a video. They you know? have good ideas of things you should do, they do. and what they want. It's true. And it is interesting. It's so, like, think about how collaborative it really could get. Like, it's true. It's kind of crazy collaborative. Yeah, I mean, it's all based on the audience, too. So, yes, there and, I mean, all of them comment. So, yeah, there's like a million ideas in yeah. everything. Yeah, and then it's one person who's bullying you. Ex exactly. <laughs> and then one and you have to, like, skip over that. Like, yeah. nope, don't yeah. feel what that fucking feels like, yeah. you yeah. bully-ass bitches. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And that's when we change big name bitches, too. To bully-ass bully ass bitches. bitches? It's just you guys bullying people? <laughs> just back and forth to each other. Because you look like shit today. Honestly, <laughs> I'd, I'd watch that show. <laughs> I know. Sometimes we do play fight, and it's really fun. <laughs> how, how did you and Christy meet? Well, this is what we always say. We, we basically had parallel careers without the opportunity to become friends because we were always doing the same part. You know, she did Disney Channel, then I did Disney Channel. She did Beauty and the Beast, and I did Beauty and the Beast. She wow. did her, her music video, I did her, my music video. She did Parade, I came right, right in after Parade. Oh no like, shit. We've always been in the same circles, but not really. And it was kind of that thing where like, you know when you're not jealous, but you know somebody has that career that you have, and so you think, oh, I'm in competition with them. I probably should stay over here, and they'll. It was so stupid. Yeah. But no, but always knowing we liked each other and meeting a few times. We met when we were doing the Circle of Life um, uh, music video. But she just really wanted to work together. Oh, I did Vulnerable. I did an episode of Vulnerable, uh, and she that, was and that like, started it off. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah, because we had a really good conversation. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I was so happy to do it, and I think Brendan's so smart. Yes. And obviously, so is Christy. Yes. So are you, and my God. Neds, Neds is doing so well, and it's because you guys are raw. And I'm gonna be so raw, you guys. I'm gonna do my next episode just totally nude, just in the absolute <laughs> nude. And I might even do some drugs while I'm at it. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> just kidding, I won't, guys. It, it will get so many views. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, um, if you really wanna get raw, right? I know. Well, views. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it is because you guys are just telling those stories. Also, how do you? Do you ever draw a blank? Are you ever on a podcast and you draw a blank? Are you ever not listening? Is it hard to listen to each other? Do you know what I'm saying? Like when you're telling a story, you're like, oh, this is going to do well, this story, but it doesn't end up doing well. Or a story that you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, and also because we film back to back to back. It's yeah. like, how do I think of a new thing? Like I just did that yesterday. Yeah. So luckily you have you and Christy and a guest. So that's at least three. Um, like if it's me, Daniel, and Lindsay, like luckily between the three of us, if it was two of us, I think I would feel a lot more of that. Right. But between the three of us, like that asymmetry is just like, it just flows yeah. all day. Right. I do feel incredibly vulnerable at the end of the day. Like, because, we, because I'm so raw with Daniel and Lindsay. Like, yeah, I'm aware the cameras and mics are there, but like at a certain point, I'm not. Mm -hmm. And like, we're so fucking just safe with each other right, right, right. that we just say everything yeah. and I definitely drive home after recording Ned's days where I'm like I feel exposed but you never call and say hey can we cut that out no yeah never interesting never right, and I think people good. do I don't like I have fuck I, it, man I have a couple times sure if you get into some shit you really but I think don't I'm gonna stop out. I, I don't because honestly, man, the way the 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 way media works nowadays, even though yes, people can pick apart anything, it, it's so saturated. It's gonna come out. It'll make a little whatever, and the next thing will come exactly. out. Exactly like, for the ego for me to think people will care that much. Like the, when I'm cutting uh, things out, because uh, she's like, okay, girl, but nobody cares. Dude, Bye. Uh, <laughs> like honestly, like no one. If you no said it in the moment and right. you were being authentic, yeah. Who fucking cares? Right. So I've definitely shared some shit that I'm like, well, 
Especially on Ned's pod, because we're, we're just vulgar as hell. We're, like, talking about our fucking poops and our sex and, like, just, like, everything. Right, right, and, right. like, in that order. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Ew, why in that order? Why? Um, Not in that order. Like, yeah, we're, like, we're sharing everything. And, yeah, if I really wanted to, like, edit my life in the public, I, I would uh, ask our editors. But, like, I don't care. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, fuck it. I know, I know. Put I'm, this I'm shit there. out there. I'm getting there. It is I'm scary. There. It is it scary. Is scary. And, it is... It, and it does come with, like I said, I do drive home and I feel very vulnerable. Totally. And it's like they want the truth, but they don't. <laughs> you know what I mean, you, I know think what I mean? They you do. guys, you don't. You don't want this. <laughs> you can't handle, handle the, the truth. truth. You can't. But our viewers probably don't even know that quote. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, they don't. They don't. It's from a movie. <laughs> You're so young and stupid. I'm just kidding. I'm just know. kidding. Um, um, you ended up on, on Broadway in your life, though. Broadway, Broadway. I'm leaving you. I mean, kind of. My bags are packed. I've got my act. What, what is that from? Annie? No. <clears throat> I don't know, but I like it. <laughs> Sing with me. You're the singer. Not like that. <laughs> well, not like, not like musical theater. Broadway. Oh, yeah, that's not a good. Your vibrato was great. Thanks. You're Stop right. it. <laughs> if I wrong. wanted to, I could. <laughs> <laughs> I love the theater, but Broadway is like another thing, man. Another thing. Like You, you were know. proper Broadway, like eight shows a week. Yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. thing, the grind. Yeah, when I, I mean, I just did Beauty and the Beast. That's all I did, which yeah. you know I got because of That's So Raven. Um, Amazing. Although I was fabulous. Um, yeah. But then I tried to do a couple, I tried to audition for shows out there. And, you know, that whole, I, I always say I went through Wicked Camp, you know, like yeah. I got like eight callbacks to Wicked, not for Elphaba, for um, Galinda, which yep. people often think is weird. No, <laughs> and, I would, um, no, I'd peg you as a Glinda. Oh, really? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought I was going to book it and didn't and kind of couldn't believe it. And then you're just like, ah, oh, it's never, you know, I, I just got over it. Yeah. So um, I came back to L.A. And and also, I really love the theater. But Broadway's not it. I know it's it to people. Sure, sure, but sure. But there is so much good theater outside of Broadway. Even in New York. I mean, the off-Broadway in New For York. Sure. And Broadway's great and fabulous. But I've done so much theater in Texas, in middle America, yeah. out of this country. My gosh, in Dubai with this Disney princess concert. Wow. And I think, yeah, as long as you're fulfilled, it doesn't matter. Yeah, Broadway yes. seems to be the, the, the pinnacle. But, well, um, it's something, it's definitely something to... It's the credit, reach. right? Yes. It's, the credit. it's, it's like having an reach. Oscar. But like, really getting an Oscar is such bullshit, right? It's so yeah. stupid, the comparison of these award shows. Like, I truly find it disgusting. Yeah. I would, I, 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 if I ever won an award, I would say that. Dude, I... I don't right, know so, why so, more actors don't so, say it. Why they don't say, why are we doing this? Why can't we just celebrate all these movies? Yeah, except it's like this this thing to hit. But, all yeah, right, because so, then you book so, the rest. So, so with you the have Oscars, Oscar, I, normally, I normally, when people start complaining about like Oscar snubs, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, guys, it's just, it's whatever, man. Like, it's, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. However, I just watched Woman King. Uh-huh. And that got nominated for zero, zero Oscars. Zero, I know. It was really weird. And when I watched that, I know I'm late to this, this fucking campaign, mm-hmm. but that getting zero Oscars is absolute Racism. horseshit. Racism. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, we, but it's all, that's what I'm saying, the whole thing. shit. But the that whole thing movie is, is an Oscar movie. Like, that's co- it. The yeah. production from start to finish. But then to sound, get mad about that, in my opinion, is kind of ridiculous, right? Because you know that. Do you know me? Independent foreign films that are never recognized yes, ever, ever? Yes, but independent foreign films make sense. This, this is like, this is like, no, yeah, you actually went and backhand. did the fucking thing yeah. that should get some recognition from this right. 
from this organization that we, yes, I know like award shows. It was almost like Will Smith hit Viola Davis it, in the face and not Chris Rock. It was almost like that. That's how it felt when I watched Woman King. <laughs> I'm probably gonna get in trouble for saying that. Um, but, but, but there are these like things, like Broadway, yes, maybe you can be more fulfilled elsewhere, but hitting that thing, like, of yeah. course, I still would like to hold, have an Oscar, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Like, yeah, yeah. even knowing... Really? I wouldn't care. I truly wouldn't. I mean... I'd care. I, that, I just know that will never happen, so maybe I just can't even... See, really? I'd care, because it would mean... Like, you would really think you were better than the people you were nominated. Of course not. It's not about being... You would know you, you would know you'd have less trouble getting the next job? For sure that, but no, it, it's not about being better than the competition. Whoever wins that, like, for me, it would just be recognition that I'm at the level that I aspire to be at. Totally, but it's you know bullshit. I mean? I mean, you already are at that level. You I'm already not. are. Well, no, you're not. No offense, not right no, now. No, we're, that, we're that's what I'm saying. I'm but, not. But once you're there, you're there, right? Once you're there, you're up there, whether you're nominated or not. Maybe. And then also, like, look at people like Emma Stone got nominated, and I feel like she took a, like a break for a long time. Maybe because she won. Maybe because she won the Oscar, and she. I don't know. I I just I think it's an opportunity to get up there and say something um, that will push the world into a better direction. And I never understand why it's just um, Joaquin Phoenix and and very few people who go up there and say this is silly let's stop doing this I love all of you and of course we're not in competition just like I never understand why Taylor Swift doesn't speak up on abortion rights or people who really have billions and millions of followers yeah. maybe because they don't feel the same way I feel about it but truly about anything political but I think it's because it's money and they want people to buy their albums and stay on top stay on top stay on top but right. I don't know rather I just than use that moment to for make, something to move the, your, your, the your way agenda Marlon forward. Brando didn't show up to the Oscars and put yes. a Native American woman yes. on stage the way Susan mm -hmm. Sarandon used to speak and say things mm -hmm. the way yeah I, I don't know I don't know I'm always waiting for these these social media people with a lot of I'm telling you if I had if I had I'd try to do it anyway mm -hmm. but I guess they know that so many people will disagree with them like the world is so the country is still so split with abortion rights with Roe v Wade but is it is, is it? it I mean do you think Taylor Swift believes in um, ab abortion rights for women the pro-choice I don't know her at all so but do I, yes do I, I, do I think know. she's I want to know what she thinks yeah I, I don't know because I, I don't love her know music her. I want her to talk about you, she can move the world she can move she can move things she could be president she could be whoever she wants for good yeah for good she does so much good though and I shouldn't put this on her and I love Taylor Swift and she's not a, a political whatever yeah, but yeah. I, I, I know what you're saying though yeah. you're using her as an she's one example of these people yes who are at just the top of able to influence a lot with very little with very little. I, I think a lot of people would disagree with me on this, and I get that. I yeah. get that. I'm asking a lot of... But I don't know what else to do. Yeah. I don't know what else to do when, when stuff like Trump happens. Yeah. I don't know what else to do but the people with the voice to, to fix things. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But then I come in and out with my own platform of wanting to speak on these things. Like, so during COVID and mm -hmm. during the last election, like mm -hmm. full, full send on social media. I was like yeah. in it. I was right. in and the was, How was that? Did people receive that well? Or Some do, some don't. I mean, some, some people are out there and they believe anyone who's a part of Hollywood is a pedophile and, and has people telling us what to say. Like <laughs> oh literally. Gosh, I like, wish, I wish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish it was that easy. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh yeah, that's how it works. I'm just a puppet piece. Um, but so I got a lot of different shit across the board, but I don't care because I'm convicted in, in what I believe. Um, however, oh my God, I thought you were just going to say I'm convicted. Because <laughs> I'm arrested. Um, mm. But I do, um, 
I, I do get active some of the time, but then also I do get burnt out on on using my platform in that way. Mm-hmm. Why? Because the clapback? Sorry. Just, just because of so engaging with and strangers. You want to exactly, exactly. Just engaging with strangers. Like, nah, I'll be who I am in my life. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I'll influence people in my life. Totally. And I'll have conversations. But like using my like phone time to... Deal People with. aren't going to you for their political. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Yeah. And me too. I felt that exact same way. I was doing a lot during Trump. I was doing a lot during obviously Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Me yeah. too. Movement. Um, the strike. But yeah, my people don't want to hear about that. You just got to know what your people want to hear about. And Taylor Swift's people probably don't. But I just think I have way less of a responsibility. That's yes. all. Um, yes, with a platform that size, I I agree with you that it does come with uh, responsibility. Or it doesn't, obviously. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) It doesn't. And everything will just stay the same. But if we want to see any movement here, it's going to take the Kardashians, truly. If we want to see anything change with this country, it's not going to be the president. It's not going to be the vice president. It's not going to be the political leaders. Nobody cares about that. All they care about are these phones and social media and the pop stars. That's it, y'all. That's it. Hey, as far as I know, Kim Kardashian's at least trying to get in there on, like, uh, criminal justice reform. And, like, God bless. Choose a cause and help it because you can. Absolutely. The access, my goodness. Absolutely. And there's so many issues worth and, getting in on. And there's so many things that she's doing behind the scenes that we don't even know about, as exactly. well as Taylor Swift, as well as Ariana Grande, as well as Selena Gomez, as well as Beyonce, as well as all of these women right. and men who never have as many followers as women, as even pop stars. But Sam Mendes, everybody, everybody. Yeah. Um, I lost my train of thought. I guess yeah. I, that's why I'm not a political yeah. leader. Well, we solved the world's problems today, <laughs> I'm so I think. glad we did. Um, there's, <laughs> I, I, it's so great to meet you and talk with you. Uh, there's so much more I, I want to talk with you about, but we'll, uh, we'll do it another time, or, we're, or we'll do it on Big Name Bitches. Oh, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I hope you come on, and thanks for letting me do this. This was very comfortable and fun. Uh, well, maybe not as fun. <laughs> I mean, You didn't fun. have fun? Fuck oh, you. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Uh, no, I, we, I had fun. I just think I took it a little bit too, too, no, in no. a serious direction. No, there's no... Listen, with growing up, with yeah. this pod, there's no... Wherever the conversations go, like, that's that's life, man. That That is growing up. Is like, our conversation can go anywhere. Don't don't you judge it. <laughs> well, I appreciate... Well, see, you can judge it if the comments shit on you. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will, they but won't. I have to really... They won't. Okay we have that. a really positive audience. Oh, good. Yeah, good. we have a really positive audience. I love uh, okay. them out there. And I do like to leave our audience after every episode... With a little tip, a little life advice, oh. a little a little oh, life shit. survival tip from our guest. So, um, what would you say? Our audience is, is out there. I mean, whether they're creative in the creative industries or not, they're out there struggling through growing up just like us. And um, yeah, if you have one piece of advice for them, uh, one. Well, let me. Maybe mm-hmm. it's a few, but mm-hmm. um, I think what we talked about a little bit about patience. Patience. You never know what's around the corner, and that does not have to be a negative thing. That can be a wonderful, positive thing. We have no idea what tomorrow brings. And to remember how insignificant you are, it takes the pressure off, really takes the pressure off. It doesn't matter. You just have to take care of yourself and your neighbor and your small community, and that'll grow and grow. And I truly believe being of service, whether you're in a program or out of a program, helping people, they say, they really prove this statistically, scientifically, that um, being of service, helping somebody, um, obviously having gratitude and writing your gratitude list, but helping somebody on a regular basis that really needs the help, doing something that truly inconveniences you will make you feel so whole, so Mm. full, and so happy. And, And yeah, I think we have to be nicer to each other.
after I talked all that smack on Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't talk smack. I just want everyone to be as rich and happy as Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, I love it. That was great. Thank you for coming on. Uh, where can people find you? Um, Anna Lisa Vanderpool. I'm at, my address is <laughs> Anna Lisa Vanderpool at Anna Lisa Vanderpool on Instagram at Anna Lisa VDP or Anna Lisa Vanderpool on yeah. TikTok and at Big Name and Bitches. Big Name Bitches. Big Name Bitches on YouTube. New on episodes YouTube. every every Thursday. Thank Woo! you. Thank you for plugging. I appreciate yeah. that. See, I'm told you I'm bad at networking. No, no, you got this. Big Name Bitches. Watch it. Her and Christy Carlson Romano. Um, it's a really fucking fun time, and I Thank can't you. wait to come on now that I don't have COVID. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm so glad you didn't come on when you had it i could have you know yeah, i could have just coughed my way through the interview i would have taken you <laughs> <laughs> um thank you guys bye thanks bye. Bye.